I was thinking, I was like, there's a comb over. There's a long side boob shots. There's significant uh, sex with daughter's friends. I need to have the platform as much as all, as much as possible. I didn't know if you were talking about us at first. I thought you were just looking at the <laughs> Skype call. I if I was talking about you, I would have gone right up to the gaming chair. The scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe Glengowan. Any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shaken, not stirred. You know, you can't really see the... Oh, okay, now you can. Yeah. Oh, I see it. I see it. That's good. I guess that is sort of a nice pillow back here and everything. It looks like one of those airplay pillows. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, Jared, <laughs> I wouldn't really even know that that's like a different type of... Yeah. You remove that, it just looks like a normal chair. Eh, now you're getting into the... I think the last sport. time I recorded with him, there was a really great shot of it. It was just like this big curved thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Mock, make sure you cut out uh, this big curved thing <laughs> as a separate. <laughs> I think Jared will accept that out of context. Yeah, I'll take the good and the bad. All right, you all ready to get into this? Hiro wants to watch the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was about forty-five minutes ago. Listen to that sass. You know what? You're <laughs> muted. Let's get Andy back on here. Guess with some respect. Oh boy, yeah, I, I heard the slander that that guy was throwing out at the at the end of the podcast. At least he threw it in with, "Hey, I like your podcast." It's like uh, it's, it opens up with a nice salvo and then shits all over me. Jared, I've got the weekend, uh, like the opening weekend numbers and the date, but I assume you've got the Rotten Tomatoes and like the total box office. Everything but the uh, documentary because <laughs> there's next to no information on it whatsoever. Hold up, what documentary? This is tricked an American hustle, right? Hmm. Okay, just making sure I watched the right thing. I don't know if it was tricked the like the prostitution documentary that I was supposed to watch. No, it's well, it's tricked. I don't know how you would label it. Half of it's a documentary. Depends on if you all skipped ahead. I watched all of it. Well, the, the DVD popping in, it starts with the making of, and I'm like, yeah. "What the fuck is this?" And then I realized you don't get to like the what they're actually talking about until halfway through. So wait, wait, hold on. So it, it was a documentary, though, right? Mm, half of it. The other half's the a movie. I. Uh... Oh boy! <laughs> I may I have uh, watched the actual documentary <laughs> here. I thought it was like the exact weekend that uh, American Hustle was released. So. Yeah, because you texted me something about uh, uh, drug trafficking, and it confused the shit out of me. No, it's about no. prostitution, but yeah. No, this. No, this is not about prostitution. People are accused <laughs> ah. of being a prostitute. Right? Fantastic. Well, I'll be a uh, I'll be a uh, audience member for this one then. <laughs> Wait, which trick are you talking about? Because I'm just looking at the box office mojo, and uh, you click on it, and it's got the woman with her shirt being unbuttoned. Oh, I see another trick. Yeah, I see another one. Uh, there's a documentary. Yeah, I don't see it. Well, I'm on IMDb. 
tricked the documentary. Oh no, no, I'm talking about if you just the that came out that the same day as American Hustle, unless there was another one, but I don't, I don't see it. 13 December. I've got here comes the devil tricked nuclear nation live in Ingmar saving Mr. Banks American Hustle a Medea Christmas and the Hobbit Desolation of Sword. Oh, we're missing out on Medea Christmas. Uh, there's always <laughs> next year. Yeah, that's all I've got as far as what came out that week. I think you missed out, uh, Jared. I think I did. This was one of the best movies I've ever seen. I'll hear all about it. <sighs> a scant 55 minutes on top of it all. Well, I, mine was 75. I got to... <laughs> I feel cheated. <laughs> okay, yeah, I see trick to the documentary. Let's see what the date is on this thing. Release date, December 13th, 2013. That's the exact same as this trend. <laughs> yep. So they released the same movie on the same day. Well, same named movie on the same day. I looked Jared at the Dotson date and I was, has been tricked. Yeah, have, but Box Office Mojo doesn't even list it at all. No, that's why I couldn't find anything. I was like, well. There's tons of sex in it. It's great. <laughs> there wasn't in mine to be a movie about <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> All right, we'll get into this best we can. You can comment on it if you want, because when we toss it to you for Rotten Tomatoes, you're going to be talking about a completely different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God damn it. That sucks. This is quite the yeah. event. I don't think I would have watched that. It wasn't <laughs> that a fun watch. That doesn't look sexy to me. This one's kind it of sexy not. at times. <laughs> it was I the mean, if you're into, like, sexy. old man porn. porn. I mean, women, you know, when they're, they ask you, hey, do you want to see me topless? And a guy's like, sure. And they do. I think it's probably a lot better than whatever this is, which appears to be a very sad black this, man. <laughs> this is what I'm seeing on IMDb. Next this makes you feel guilty for asking the lady to take her shirt off and handing her money. There's no guilt in the trick when you watch it all. Oh, damn it, this. Is... I want to show you something. This Rembrandt here. People come from all over the world to see this. Yeah, he's good, yeah. It's a fake. Right, we're talking about it. It's impossible. People believe what they want to believe. Because the guy who made this was so good that it's real to everybody. Now who's the master? The painter or the forger? So welcome back to Sober Cinema. We're jumping in time five years ago, December 13th, 2013. And we're going to be talking about American Hustle, which for that weekend still was just opening in limited release, but would go on to earn Academy Award nominations for, it feels like, the entire cast. I believe it got a Best Picture nom as well. And then this hybrid documentary uh, slash television miniseries slash feature film called Tricked, which uh, is a Dutch production. And uh, it did not set the world on fire. It opened on one screen. And that film opened to just shy of two grand, where we have American Hustle open to 740K on six screens. So it was, uh, it also had a longer wide release, which I don't think tricked looking at the numbers. Yeah, its opening weekend was, it's actually, that's its biggest weekend. It made, uh, it made less than it would cost to buy a high-end iMac is what it made stateside. So $3,500 for Trick to True Forgotten Film. So forgotten that one of our hosts didn't even bother watching it. <laughs> I got tricked, as Josh said. You did try to watch Trick. You just watched a much more depressing version of it. And I want everybody to know that 
everything checked out. The same named movie on the same day of release on all the listings on the internet. Uh, also, where you guys had like a semi-documentary. Mine is a full documentary and also on Netflix. So I said, this, this must be the movie that I need to watch. <clears throat> and apparently it was not. I still blame you. I'm looking at the IMDb listings right now. And uh, the movie we, we, we watched is called Tripped. The one you watched is called Tricked, the documentary. <laughs> a fatal mistake, I know. Isn't that weird for a documentary to add that? Like, have you ever seen that before? I haven't. Like, The King of the, Kong, the, the documentary. To... Like, why would you... <laughs> is it for this very purpose that they knew they were going up against a film that grossed under two grand opening weekend that they had to establish themselves? Which, Jared, I think you're saying you can't find any numbers on Trick, the documentary. Yeah, so probably less than 2,000 as well, judging by the uh, quality of the film. I don't know. Is it released at some film festival? I'm not sure which one. Well, they made a fraction of a penny off you streaming it on Netflix, I'm sure. They got that residual. Thankfully, we have uh, we have a guest, Superfan Hyro, coming in number two behind Superfan Andy, back-to-back weeks, joining Sober Cinema for the first time. I would like to be referred to by Christian name of the... Super fan Hyro, please. <laughs> Is this like tricked the documentary? We have to just add yes. the unnecessary the. Yeah. Okay. Very much like uh, where the boys aren't the pornography, you know that sort of thing. You got to make sure very, uh, very descriptive. I will try my best to find a clip to insert <laughs> insert there. Hyro, you actually have a podcast you could promote, so I guess this would be time to do so before people decide we don't want to hear hear any more about these two tricked films. One of which we shouldn't be talking about, Jared. Uh, sure, I'll promote something or other here. I'll talk about Marcus Played, a uh, podcast we were getting rave reviews about uh, until recently, until we have the grand mm-hmm. return of the Grendel. That's your fault, by the way. We were getting rave reviews when it was me and you, and then you said, you know what, we need another voice in here, and people said, we don't like it, and I I feel like I was behind the scenes saying, I don't think this is a good idea, and then uh, I had my minions go out onto Twitter and say, get rid of that guy, so we're going to fix that real soon. You will now hear the last appearance of Dave from Pop Culture Case Study on Marcus Played because the people don't want it. And, and by minions, you're referring to my other co-host, uh, my other life partner over there in True Romance as your minion. The, the true talent of that show. Great, yep. great Mudbound review, by the way. Great Mudbound That analysis. Mm. <laughs> Brought to you straight by from David Duke himself. You know what I like best about Mudbound? The white guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a star. Well, that's why I go to True Bromance for that that brave uh, film Twitter commentary. Okay, so we're going to, uh, I guess we'll discuss American Hustle first, because all of us can participate. Right, Jared? <laughs> Correct, sir. What uh, what did it end up at, box office-wise, total, and uh, what were the Rotten Tomato scores for this David O. Russell film? It, uh, it had a budget of $40 million, grossed worldwide $251 million, a 92% from the critics, and a 74% from the audience. I didn't know it was, uh, did not know it was that big of a hit financially. I thought this would, it's kind of just uh, in film Twitter circles. Uh, I didn't know this one actually broke out into the, the mainstream in that, that way. And for it to be, you know, labeled American, I think it did actually really well overseas. Uh, at least over a hundred million dollars of that. I'm is overseas. sure overseas, and as uh, Trader Hyro can probably attest to, <laughs> this is how they would choose to view Americans: is like coked out of their minds, yeah, we just calling each other all the time, fucking around, fucking behind <laughs> each other's backs, just untrustworthy, right? That's that's how Germany likes it, man. Um, 
like uh, scandalous as much as possible. But I mean, what's what's the sniper movie with uh, Bradley Cooper? Wasn't that American something or other too? American Sniper. I don't know if they like that one as much. Yeah, I don't think so either. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going out of them. I have no idea. All right, Josh. So uh, introduce us to uh, if someone has not seen American Hustle, uh, what, what's the sort of general premise of this one? The plot. Okay, I'll I'll just read you the nice little IMDb summary here. A con man, Irving Rosenfield, along with his seductive partner Sidney Prozer, is forced to work for a wild FBI agent, Richie DiMazzo who pushes them into a world of Jersey power brokers and the mafia. I think that's fair. Um, it doesn't really capture the spirit of <laughs> that's, the movie. That's what I was thinking. Like, I, I think if you saw the trailers, you definitely get a pretty good idea because uh, even when I, having seen this a few times, I don't really think of it as a very plot heavy movie, even though there's a lot of cons operating like at the same time. Uh, I just kind of think of Bradley Cooper laughing his ass off at Louis CK and just making that's fun insane. of him. <laughs> so this one is uh, I kind of wondered going back to it I enjoyed it when it came out uh, but uh, it's not one that I've had like on regular rotation I think it's a weird sort of uh, best picture contender I think it's a really strange movie for the Academy to really have shown so much love to because it's to me a fairly broad comedy and I know Hyro is just itching and I'm sure Jared will be roped into this itching to talk about the opening sequence which just sort of establishes this as a fairly broad comedy yeah, I mean, like you, I think I, I watched it only once, though, and it's just too long to have in heavy rotation. How many movies over two hours and 20 minutes or whatever it is do you have in heavy rotation? I like to keep mine nice and short and concise. I don't know. How long is Goodfellas? Sir. Sure. Some exceptions, <laughs> must be, exceptions must be made. For... Why do you allow such an easy checkmate there? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean you're, you're talking about a close friend, Marty. Um and his films, they always get the exception. I, I got silence in heavy rotation. It was a, it was a layup on you because I know your your respect and your love for Goodfellas, but I also feel like uh, this film's trying to ape that style as well. Yeah, I do. I, you know, you talked about it not being real plot heavy, um, and I think I agree with you because it, it seems like it's just a bunch of characters thrown at the screen to be loud, and they get these like great actors, right? These these great, uh, I guess, um, stars of our time or whatever to. Just fill in these these crazy characters, and uh, other than that, I mean, like the plot is real simple. It's just con after con, and and that's it. But I still enjoy it. I mean, there's a lot to love here, especially, you know, in, in mocking it in this forum with uh, you fine gentlemen, and your love of bad hair. You know, you've, not only do you have the the big flop up top, the the, the old the old Dotson, the, as I like to call it, but um, <laughs> you, you've got Bradley Cooper curling his hair like. Mm-hmm. To me, that is the apex of this movie. When that dude rolls out, he's got all these like rice little hair rollers. Oh boy, yeah. Could that do some serious damage to your hair? Because that's what I was oh. thinking as I'm watching this. Is you may turn into Christian Bale, sir, if you keep uh, fucking with your hair like that. My my dear brother, um, <laughs> also a bald man. <laughs> now, yes, uh, he he permed his hair once, and we all swear that that's what caused it. Is <laughs> the the I'm pretty because he went bald like stress. Mid twenties, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, pretty early. Yeah, that trying to do the Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Was that the disco and you know trying to chase tail like uh, Amy Adams here, who has uh, a strange accent? Which I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about the that. That's sort of some of the mess of this movie that I think David O. Russell encourages because he's sort of a, a madman on the set anyway. 
but I think there's a lot of improv here, and I think that's what contributes to it feeling somewhat plotless, even though there's a lot of plot points to it, as there's just a lot of shenanigans. So, you know, one, <laughs> one sequence she comes in and she says, hey, I'm playing... I don't know what is, what is her name, Lady Macbeth here. What is she trying to do? She's she puts on the British accent. She it's just the decides. worst British accent ever, as well. It it's bad. Is it supposed to be because it's like these characters are not really going to be that clever? They're just clever well, enough to fool foolish people, is what. It isn't she like. supposed to fool an FBI agent that that's her real deal? Like he looks it's so also shocked. Also, Bradley when Cooper and, <laughs> and his curled hair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, Josh, I know you're, you actually, when we watched this, I think we watched this one together. You were a big fan, like initially, like you, you thought this was a great comedy. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I think right after watching it, I was like considering it as like my favorite of the year. I don't quite remember if what landed as my favorite that year, but this was certainly in the top 10. I, I still, and I still feel that way about it. I, I really love it. And it is odd because it's not like a prestige film where there's important things going on or it, it really <laughs> um, makes you think about anything on a real deep level. It's just, in my opinion, just really good performances, uh, good laughs. I mean, it's it's not too often that we get a comedy, I think, of this level where it's like you can laugh that much and it's not just wacky, I don't know, slapstick or, or there's just a threat of, humor. of death here. These yeah, characters. yeah, they are yeah. they are operating in Goodfellas world. When De Niro comes into it, which I do but love, you that never sequence. you never have that sense of dread on you though while you're watching it. Like even when they're in danger, you're like, uh, this is going to work out somehow, probably. You know, in mm, some I don't know sort if of I agree with you. I feel like really? Christian. Ba- I think Christian Bale suffers from a lot of dread at various points. He does as a character, but I, I guess I found great amusement from that. <laughs> like just seeing him like constantly fidgety and sweating and like. The anxiety levels like that scene and the, the the scene where he's like uh dealing with Jennifer Lawrence's character in that in the bedroom when she's just being the apex of annoying and he just kind of melts down. He's like, yes, yes, you're right. I'm sorry. You know, you know what? You're right. I'll never bring it up again. Just whatever to shut you up. Now, are you calling the, the apex of annoying when she almost gets him killed by the mafia? I'll oh, see. I was <laughs> I was hoping that he wasn't referring to when she. She says something to the effect of, this is our thing. We just argue and fuck, argue and fuck. I was like, I don't know if I'd find Jennifer Lawrence saying that to me, the apex of annoying. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think they do a, a, about as good of a job as you can with a guy who looks like this version of Christian Bale. With, with the, the huge, the, the Well, I was going to go like the Trumpian sort of like, because, you know, give give the Dotson here credit. Give Jared credit. He's or actually discredit. He's not even attempting okay. to be that elaborate. Maybe <laughs> maybe you should give it I a gotta go. Gotta let it grow. Gotta let it grow out a little bit on the sides. A lot of a lot of chemicals uh, to get that that thing going. I think this movie does a pretty good job selling me that this paunchy, very much already bald, but trying his best to hide it, Christian Bale could be annoyed by like a woman that just wants to argue and fuck that looks like Jennifer Lawrence. Cause normally I'd look at this type of movie. And I'd be like, well, that's nonsense. That guy, he's just going to put up with whatever he has to put up with. I don't know though. If you almost get me killed, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think not. And there's also Amy Adams with showing as much cleavage as humanly possible in every sequence. And I think I would just take the safety of Amy Adams of Jennifer Lawrence. We can do a little hot or not right here. I guess it'll be like hot or hot. Is Jennifer Lawrence that much hotter than Amy Adams that's worth 
constantly walking into your house fearing death or fearing that the house is on fire versus no. Amy no. Adams. Okay. <laughs> no. Amy Adams no. with a goofy accent. I think well, I just a- take the goofy Amy Adams bringing in money too. Let's not forget about that. Whereas Jennifer Lawrence is sitting there on, on the couch talking about figuring, blowing up the microwave. She's literally hates bringing, the microwave. Hates she it. brought in a kid that you got to pay for. Get out of here with that, man. I got no way. That's what I'm talking about is that, uh, Christian Bell's character already has all these other stressors. You know, he, he looks like he's about to stroke out at any moment because of everything going on. So you, you don't need that extra. You don't need that extra baggage of, you know, that type of stress at home. Go walk, go home to Amy. I repeat, she brought a kid with her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just throwing it out there for possible debate, but just you know, to go officially on the record, even without all this nonsense, I think I still go Amy Adams anyway. I don't just remove all the characteristics. And all so that. you go straight hot or not? Hot or not? You go Amy Adams. Yep. Yep. Mm. I feel comfortable with that. I feel good with it. Jared, of, you're you're way too quiet in this. Not this a lot of tread like, left in that tire. <sighs> She's like 44. <laughs> here's 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 a all right here's another talking point then <laughs> someone who looks like that at 44 versus a 20 something where you don't really know what they project out to be well i know what a 64 projects out to be which is when jennifer come on if, you, if you're if you're christian bell's character you're dead at that point you're already you're going gone full hell and mod on me here <laughs> i th- i think if you're christian bale I mean, who's already got heart problems, who collapses after Jeremy Renner sasses him. You know, <laughs> just take the 44-year-old. You only got five years anyway. Ah, oh, man. That's really bleak. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If you're with Jennifer Lawrence, you got six months. I mean, what? <laughs> That's a wild six months, though, man. Uh, let, let me All she wants go, to do is argue and fuck. I won't go the expert here, because I, I feel like this was once... Uh, <laughs> I think I pissed you, pissed you off pretty bad with this conversation once, Jared. It was sort of oh, yeah. in this in this similar vein. We were, mm-hmm. I don't know if we were watching Leaving Las Vegas. I don't know why we would be. I don't know why we'd just put that on for fun. Well, I just put it on in the background. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember date night. <laughs> I asked Jared. I'm like, Jared, would you switch places with the Nicolas Cage character at this point in his life, where he is on the verge of drinking himself to death? Just for like a week, a weekend, whatever. I can't remember what the time frame is of that movie. Mm-hmm. He gets to spend with Elizabeth Shue. And this is 1995 mm-hmm. Elizabeth Shue. A week with her, but at the end of the week, you die from, I don't know, alcohol poisoning or what have mm-hmm. you. Something fun. Out. Yeah. Something That's fun. That's a technical though. term. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get hit by a car. You know, you just. Something <laughs> fun. You die doing what you love. <laughs> I and do- you, you got <laughs> so mad at me. You got mad at me. Is it a week? Well, but, well I mean. You got to lose a couple of days there while she recovers from the old backdoor invasion that she got in the hotel. Hyro, let's not take this to a dark place. <laughs> We're talking about Jared's last week on this earth. This is supposed to be fun. So a celebration. So let's not. Uh... <laughs> I don't know, Jared. This was how long ago was this? One of seven, our 10, seven, eight years ago. Arguments about yeah. yeah. And I remember you got heated with me, and I I thought I was presenting you with a like a possible like. A toss-up, like maybe, mm-hmm. and you said there's no way that you would give up like three decades <laughs> of like semi-healthy <laughs> living for that. And I remember telling you, I'm like, I don't know, Jared, <laughs> this might be a better fit. This might be the way to go. I think the anger was that you were projecting that for me, and it sounded like it made sense. But if it went back to you, well, no, of course not. <laughs> I'm guessing you still disagree on that. I just want—I want you on the record on this uh, this Jennifer Lawrence, mm-hmm. Amy Adams thing. 
with well, Christian Bale. Jennifer Lawrence is probably more my speed as far as how the looks go. I'm more of a larger Bristis's uh, type of man, so. Well, I mean, what are we? What are we really arguing here to have like groans? Like, <laughs> oh, I can't. Believe Everybody you know, looks away in shame. Everybody looks away in shame. We're talking about. I'll tell you what. Women. It wasn't hotter, the hotter. it wasn't the shame of the hotter hotter. It felt like it was suddenly became too intimate of a Skype call. I think yeah, it was like yeah. we need to look away. Too much information. You like boobies. <laughs> I don't I'm think you, Jared. For giving me another loop to throw in my GarageBand folder with that. <laughs> another soundbite. My work is done today. <laughs> <laughs> all right i think that's that's enough of that uh, the listeners may have already cringed out or, or or wishing for one of us to die with elizabeth shoe in our arms <laughs> jared's gonna be asking what he did to himself here in a little bit <laughs> we can yeah. bring that bring that music back <laughs> jared i don't know if you're a fan of this movie or not i don't think we've ever talked about it american hustle mm-hmm. yeah i really i really enjoyed it um i i had to agree with roger ebert on in essence is that you know it is kind of like a scorsese movie i don't agree that it's better than a scorsese movie though with the you know just Kundun. the narration and the hmm Kundun? is that how you say it high roads definitely better than that right put some respect on that name there sir <laughs> put some respect on that name <laughs> you know it's uh they don't like try to build these people up as like super characters in the movie you see them with all their flaws all their insanities all their nonsense and you know, it's more like, you know, just re- regular people trying to, uh, you know, con everybody. I think that the part of the film I really don't like uh, and kind of wish that I guess I just wish he wasn't in the movie is Jeremy Renner. <clears throat> Mainly, not necessarily that that there's anything wrong with having that character because he's sort of the uh, I guess the, the big MacGuffin in a way. Everything, all the nonsense that happens, all the fun bits happen because of him. That's like the big con, the long con they're trying to pull off. But Christian Bell develops a relationship with him and starts to have some guilt about what they're doing, trying to, with the, the Bradley Cooper character, trying to get a bigger fish, get all these politicians and have a big scandal in their name in the paper. Uh, and I think the movie kind of slows down. Like, I understand it because they want the Christian Bell character to have a turn where he somehow, like, absolves all of them of their, their sins, except for, you know, soon to be bald Bradley Cooper. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't, uh, you know, that, that sequence where... I think you're supposed to feel something for this like family man who has crossed that line. Hasn't really done anything yet, but he was willing to to do so for his city, his town. It feels kind of out of place with the shenanigans that are all over the rest of the movie. It feels like now we have to, we have to stop having fun for a minute and feel bad about what our characters have done. See, I never felt bad. I don't think they do a good job of, uh, there we go. That's the audience they want. (laughs) Never. I mean, you know, they, they, they put, Renner up on this pedestal through voiceover, right? It's uh, right. it's Christian Bale's character kind of going through, oh, he does this, he does that. Hey, look, he even adopted a black kid. Isn't he a saint? Uh, you know, to me, there's not enough juice there to for me to really <laughs> think that this guy's Wait some sort of superhero. What, do you want a sequence of him, like, playing catch with this kid or what? <laughs> Or is that not <laughs> enough either? I, 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 I mean... 
Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you backed him into a corner. <laughs> you know, maybe you know, throwing the old pigskin around. You know, get ready for the the Dolphins game at one o'clock. Dark sounds, sharp. Sounds oh. like a uh, a Twitter comment there. Sure, why not? <laughs> Play catch with my adopted <laughs> black son. <laughs> I'm woke, right? Just want to have our listeners know that this is the uh, the guy not in the states here. This is the the German resident saying all these horrible, horrible things about how there shouldn't be intermingling of the races. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. <laughs> Easy. I mean, they they just they just pump it up like it's like he should be given a the the, the Fields Medal or something like that for uh, his actions and. They never really show it to you on screen. It's a lot of tell, no, no showing. I know? agree. I agree with that. The only time we have to really interact with him, he's drunk and being kind of loud in a very sort of stereotypical way, I guess, you know, throwing his knobby hands around, doing his thing. It's just, it's not enough. A sequence with his knobby hands playing catch knobby with hands. his black son. <laughs> Would have been great. That's why they don't show a scene of him playing catch with his knobby hands. Josh, it sounds like you disagree. Uh, no, I actually kind of agree with what Hiro was saying about uh, – I didn't feel too guilty about them targeting <laughs> Jeremy Rayner's character. I, I, Jared, just lie. When I throw the ball to you, just lie. Whatever. Just, I totally no, disagree I, with this. I disagree with Josh. Go ahead and cut it. And I love it Jeremy Rayner's adopted black son on film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they they don't really take it too far either direction. I mean, you don't walk away thinking that he was like some scumbag who really deserved to have his you know <laughs> world taken from him or anything, but. He's not, it's not like, I feel like I'm looking at a saint that, like, oh no, I can't believe they're going to take advantage of this guy. All right. Movie's a failure then. <laughs> Moving on to the success story that is tricked. <laughs> not the documentary, the half documentary. The distinction is important. <laughs> you want to tell us what this one's about, Jared? <laughs> just, you might want to read the um, IMDb summary just for yourself. <laughs> It appears that on the poster, this girl is getting her shirt buttoned up or unbuttoned. I don't know. That's possibly the trick. In I'm what not world sure. do you think that's being buttoned up? I can't see it, Hiro. It's on a phone. Have you not watched pornography? That's coming off, man. Come on now. It's also on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to review that instead, Jared, we're all ears. I'm sure we'd we'd get rid of our oh, format. Oh, yeah. Porno review. Awesome. Um... I don't know what it's about. You tell me what it's about. 50th birthday party uh, for this old dude. And you get to see his uh, family. Um, they're not the most loving sitcom family here. Uh, the The wife is agitated because he doesn't really want a big party. Uh, she does. You meet his business partners at the party who clearly are scheming against him. Uh, his son is a pervert. I guess chip off the old block. Um Strange thing about his son, he has a crush on his sister's friend, which his father, I guess that's his father's girlfriend, will reveal later in the film. One um, of. One of many. <clears throat> you have a pregnant lady show up at the party, and it seems pretty clear that she's had a prior relationship with this guy. It seems like everybody knows this, too. Like, the daughter says, oh, that's my dad's old girlfriend before she moved away. Hey, I think she only moved away six months ago, but she's eight months pregnant. That's curious. Uh, you have the wife, the mother. Uh, looking at him like this better not be your baby. I think later on, <laughs> later on the film, she even says, uh, "This better not be your baby." I'm cool yeah, with everything like, else. It's like I love you, but this—if you had anything to do with this baby, we're we're through. So, yeah, this is definitely a guy that's uh, flying too close to the sun because it seems like his <laughs> his entire family is cool with his various girlfriends showing up, 
just don't have any more kids. Basically, don't uh, divide up the pot anymore yeah. of money. Yeah. That's that's the gist of it. Uh, and then it's very much, uh, it's, I mean, it's similar. Unlike what Jared watched, I guess, well, I don't know. I won't speak for Trick the documentary, but <laughs> there's definitely a lot of cons in this one as well, where you're trying to figure out uh, people's motivations. But this one's kept more in-house. So I guess it would be like the version where the Jennifer Lawrence character was a bit more aware of what was going on behind her back and a bit more involved and a bit uh, brighter than the way Lawrence plays her character. So, Hiro, you, uh, you've said this is the greatest film of this century? Uh, just a year. I, 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 oh, just a year. Trim okay. my scope down a little bit. I was very appreciative that you sent this movie to me. I, you know, I, when you first uh, threw the movies out, I was like, what the hell is this crap? But then I see 55 minutes runtime. Glorious. And then as you run through, it's just a ball of laughs. You, you look at the, like you're talking about the openness, you know, that everybody's banging everybody and, you know, everybody's cool with it. And then you wonder, you ask the question, why did I move to Germany? There you go. You know, that, that's the answer to your, the question. I'm, I'm sure the Germans are asking the same thing. Whether <laughs> the True Romance <laughs> Film Podcast is now doing live shows in Germany. I guess they're much more open. I don't know. You can speak that. So Germany, not so much. They're a little more conservative than this sort of free-for-all. This is in the Netherlands, correct? Is there a difference? I, well, I believe so. Well, they will definitely tell you. So the- I, I mean, to me, it's all one amalgamation. It's Europe. And USA, it's just like, it's like a ball, <laughs> like the Ryder Cup. My understanding is the the good folk from the Netherlands hate the Germans for whatever reason. So uh. I do know that um, in the in Amsterdam, for instance, <clears throat> that you can go into the public park and there's a section there where it's cool if you want to have sex with your partner. But it's like they have it like sandbox where it's like, look, we've given you people a place where you can go have sex. You don't come over into the area where people are just walking their dogs and they're taking a shit and their kids are throwing a frisbee. <laughs> so they do have some rules. It's not total anarchy. But that's my understanding is that they're like – they don't want to legislate out, uh, obviously, <laughs> sexual expression. I mean they do have legal prostitution there. Uh, but th- to me, that's why I actually like – I took a shine to that. I'm like, oh, so you can. I bet you, can, you did. <laughs> well, because <you> <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not into the idea, like, because I, I think growing up, like, you heard of those, like, nude beaches somewhere over in Europe or France, and then it'd be, like, all these disgusting old people, and you're like, okay, there need to be laws. Like, it's not going to be, <laughs> it's not going to be a porn Too shoot. Too much freedom. Yeah. Much. <laughs> this is actually not going to be cool. It's going to turn you into, like, a very asexual person. You're not going to want it anymore. So the idea that they legislate it there. I'm in favor of. I will admit that watching this movie, especially coming off American Hustle, the cons are a little bit harder for me to understand because it seems like everyone knows the score. So it's like they're just talking around it for a good stretch. I actually think this movie feels longer than 50 minutes for that oh, reason. Oh, no. What's wrong with you? <clears throat> uh, well, let me explain. I think – so the if you watch – did you watch the the little making of feature that strangely – Strangely, it's at the st- before no. you actually get into the movie. Okay, so you actually warned feature. me, so I was able to fast forward through all of it to the beginning. I, I wish they had done it. They should have done it in reverse because if you enjoyed the experience, maybe you want to learn more. But I'm just watching it, wondering. <clears throat> I guess, like Jared, like is is this a documentary? This isn't tricked the documentary. This is tricked the normal version. But they're just telling me how they're going to make the movie. And so the process of this was that they let people send in scripts. And Josh, do you remember they had like hundreds, right? Hundreds of different scenes that they were uh, trying to. Yeah, I mean, he said like for uh, the whole 
the film as a whole, I think they ended up having it broken up into like eight different chapters as far as like the way they were working with the people contributing. And I think on one of the chapters alone, he said they got like 700 scripts. <laughs> so they, they were they filming this scene to scene. So that's why I'm saying it feels a little bit longer because they would like take a break and they would basically screen this. Was this on television, Josh, over there? I don't know. No, they they had I don't know how they got the 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 people that they did involved. Uh, but I don't want well, you know what they may they may have had a way of actually like airing it or something, because I think they were in the documentary. They show almost like a workshop where there's like people who are contributing or like actually sitting in when uh, uh, the director's talking. But. For like 700 submissions, there's more people. That's more people than what they show. Right. So it's basically like a choose your own adventure movie where they allowed people who saw one scene. So, say you see the opening breakfast sequence where they're talking about the party, they would allow people then to send in what they think is going to happen next. And they would try to pick the best version of that. So, this is yeah. like compiled by like fans, like make your own film. And so they would just shoot an individual scene, screen it, then be like, what do you think happens next? So yeah. it feels that's where there's sort of an awkward handoff where almost every segment of it, it feels like its own short film where it's like suddenly you're watching the son and this girl he has a crush on. They go on a like little spying mission and it's just, you know, there's no like cutting back to anyone else. It's just like, that's just going to be that sequence. And, and uh, Paul Verhoeven even <laughs> had to like, have a sit down with the audience at one point and be like, now look, we need to keep in mind like where we started from. He's like, I, some of you are like writing that like, the next scene, the mob shows up and shoots up the house and kills everybody. <laughs> everyone and dies. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone dies. He's like, you know, we can't, you know, we're experimental here, but we're we're trying to keep a tone going as well. I would say one issue that I would probably get into it is, uh, you know, I, I have no sympathy for the the old dad here because he, <laughs> for him to be such a cheat and apparently not be very good at it. Is he not good at it? I mean, he's got carte blanche to do what he wants as long as he's knocking people up. He's not knocking people up. He's but he seems, he seems to have no... He seems to think everyone that he fucks could be pregnant, which <laughs> leads well, me to believe, is he not using any protection whatsoever? Because if that's the only rule your wife has given you, and even your own daughter is like, yeah, old man's fucking my best friend. That's kind of strange. <laughs> like, if that's your good. only rule, just have that wrapped up. Completely. Like, don't even allow that to happen. Or, you know, just get a vasectomy. At his age, yeah, get the vasectomy done. I mean, um, yeah, but, you know, an empire like that isn't built overnight. You know, it took a lot of work for him to, you know, establish that carte blanche sort of lifestyle that he has. I got respect for the guy, man. I got put that guy up on a pedestal somewhere. Give that guy the gold medal of freedom from Germany or whatever it is. I, I think you're definitely the problem here. Because I, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think a guy like this doesn't deserve to be living that heaven-like existence because he's just he's it would be like if, if i guess the jeremy renner character oh. who just sort of like is like well i didn't i didn't actually take the money or you know I, di I didn't actually do that like he's he's sort of like wanting to play at being a criminal but he's not prepared to actually like be good at it that's my problem with this guy yeah a cheater. I, I think i think what's going on here is that harrow you might be confusing um his hypersexuality as like some sort of like ladies man, whereas he's actually just benefiting from a very liberal society. Like if he tried that over here, he would be caught <laughs> day two and the wife would have him in court. I don't think there's any confusion. I have no confusion <laughs> over that. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> reveling in oh, his okay. game. There's a reason I to Germany is what he's saying. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of those guys at the ugly uh, hedonism parties, you know? <laughs> the guy whose belly actually covers up his genital area rather than actually having to wear pants. Hey, you know what? <laughs> we, who would just stumble into this part of the park over in the Netherlands, would appreciate that. Like, oh, thank God for his gut. So I didn't actually have to see anything I didn't want to see. The Mark says stumbles over into that part of the park when in fact he, 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 brought, he brought popcorn and his binoculars. Popcorn? On that bench, <laughs> maybe something that's like a little lubricant or something. Josh, <laughs> Jesus, what are we doing here? What are you doing over there? Oh, you know, watching the highlights of the Dolphins game. <laughs> Jared, what does this uh, yes, movie sound like to you? Sight unseen. Sounds a bit like a mess. Sounds, uh. But, you want to tell us know, a little bit about what you got on the same weekend with Tricked, the documentary? <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, essentially it is a uh, prostitution is bad, and they try to make you feel bad the entire movie. Um, did they say anything about Amsterdam? They didn't succeed with him. Yeah, I want to know. Did they say anything about yeah. where it's legal? Is it bad no, they, had, they see that's the thing is like they didn't say much of anything about where it's legal or you know obviously nobody wants people kidnapped and sold into a sex slave. Uh, uh, sort of profession i mean nobody wants that no jared they don't that's why i'm saying what's the point of the movie like like do we need this beat over our head again like to the point of yeah i know sex slave bad i got it now where can i get my discount coupon at the old uh, brothel (laughs) i will say that they had one entertaining story about a pimp named jello okay (laughs) talking about me again They arrest him and they say, Why is your name Jello? And he says, Yeah, you know, Magellan. And he, that confuses him even more. And they're like, What are you talking about, Magellan? He says, You know, the famous entrepreneur, Magellan. He's like, No, he's an explorer. Well, my name's Jello. <laughs> okay. You sold me here, buddy. <laughs> sounds very reminiscent of the uh, the Goodfellas checkmate, which uh, is two hours and twenty six minutes long. Hiro, <laughs> who would ever watch a movie over two hours long again? Goodfellas, all right. <laughs> like I said, exceptions must be made. Much like Jared turning his eyes away from the uh, shady underbelly of uh, sex trafficking to get his uh, nibble of a good time. <laughs> I, you had me. I was going to respond to something until I heard nibble, and then I was kind of like stunned. I had the same thought. <laughs> nibble just got shut nibble, down huh? all thought. There's it, a lot of it, lot of imagery there with that yeah, use of like, nibble. It projected some imagery that I did not see coming. <laughs> so, Hiro, did you legitimately enjoy Tricked? I really you, did. Yeah. I Would you enjoy it, I mean, it as a 90-minute movie, as a, as a full-on feature? Without no, I think this is perfect. I think they get right to the point. The characters are fleshed out like really organically. I, I always dig that. If you can you could build a world, build the characters through small bits of knowledge that are like ingrained in the movie, it's not this exposition crap about, you know, uh, I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to exclude, omit Marty here, but uh, through lots of voiceover, poorly done voiceover, unlike what Marty does. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. So, and then it, it just gets to the point hijinks and soon and then hijinks over and over and over. I had a good time with it. Now, would you say the same for American hustle? Would you want that to be tightened up? Yes. Yeah. I, I do feel, uh, 
well, I have to pause. I, I was going to say I do feel the length, but <laughs> I want to just go ahead and back mm-hmm. away from old Jared there. and uh, From the Aww. nipple. As he gruffs <laughs> into the can, into the microphone. <laughs> but you do feel that, that time. You know, it, it could use a little bit of a trim. I think that's probably, you know, a direct result of allowing the actors to improvise and, you know, not really, <clears throat> from what I've read of him, he kind of throws the script out. And they show up and just kind of fuck around. And I, I think that sort of like banter and sort of enthusiasm comes through, but it also adds that sort of aimless nature of American hustle. I think, but I think I might have liked that a little bit more in Tricked. Like I, I, I like the characters uh, when they. You know, there's oftentimes, especially with the daughter, where she just lashes out at someone. Like when she she gets confirmation in a kind of stupid way that her friend her friend just leaves her cell phone on a table at a coffee shop or wherever. Says, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. And I understand it's 55 minutes, so they're trying to get to the point. I will now go to the bathroom. She walks away. Phone immediately rings. She looks at her phone, not mine, picks up her friend's phone. Dad calling. Like, that is know? kind of a dumb thing, right? I mean, like, Michael, I mean, if you were banging your friend's dad, um, would you leave your phone out there for while you're with your friend alone? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get discovered. I don't even the think dad is people banging you. nowadays, even if they're not doing anything... I don't think people like, I think they have their phone. If they're walking anywhere, they're on their phone, especially someone that age. I mean, this is a young girl. She's like 20 something. I don't think she's just using phone calls. I'm pretty sure texting and all that. So it's just to get to that point. Like they, whatever it was, the scene was, Hey, we need to reveal that she's fucking her friend's dad. And then her friend gets mad and kicks the scooter, which I did like, and then goes home and basically demands from her dad over the dinner table, like family sitcom dinner. Um, you know what you could buy? If you sell your company, a scooter. My friend has a scooter. Hmm. Wonder how she got it. I would like a red one. And there's just this <laughs> awkward, like, just pause where, like, she's basically saying, I know you're fucking my friend. Dad, as Josh said, has the normal, oh shit face. Like, how did they ever know? I think there's even a scene where he says, they don't know about me or you because they're, uh, they're not clever enough to ever dis- discover this. <laughs> even though at his birthday party, his son takes a picture of this woman flashing him. And puts like Post, posted on the community board. <laughs> Here you go, Dad. <laughs> Love you, buddy. I like that kid style. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, I think I would have wished this film. I, if they're trying to do that concept where the fans throw crazy shit at the walls, I think it mostly works. But I think that they should have just elaborated further. Like just toss out the script and just work do an improv based on the scene. Say, all right, the fans want this woman to be exposed as fucking her friend's father. Now you all just come up with something. I don't even think they need a script there because the dialogue's not its not really that great. It's pretty, it's so to the point. Well, I think what I'd really want is a remake of this with these actors from American Hustle. Mm. Who does the flashing? Jared. Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were saying Jared does the flashing. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Just as big. Not really sure that's gonna really uh, tickle the old uh, <laughs> underbelly there. Just the the imagery that we're getting here. <laughs> Our listeners have to be so glad that this is just an audio podcast talking about nibbling. Hiro's talking about his gut covering his genitals in the park. I'm I'm going to have to use some of my photoshopping skills, like that young boys in the movies, to put Jared's face on. Some... <laughs> I mean, you could just put him on the poster. I, yeah, that's it. yeah. 
That's being true. undressed one works. or dressed. <laughs> Jared always pure. likes he, he likes my photoshopping because I just do heads as squares and leave the background mm-hmm. in. Well, I don't that, was so, zero. that was what was so funny about the, that part in the movie though was that there was zero effort in the photoshopping. It was just <laughs> oh yeah, Jared. Put, having not seen it, this kid who has a crush on his sister's friend and his old man's girlfriend, his like screensaver on his MacBook is. <laughs> doing what i would do where i just take a square of this girl's head <laughs> and he puts it on presumably porn stars with body body and skin Bodies tones that, that don't even match so out of the league of the fact that they would not match whatsoever hey man, it, 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 that's it's not that's all the guy needs it's all he needs to get the job done <laughs> why waste any more time I, like i said i like this kid's style he just gets right to it he's got some whacking off to get to he's not gonna try to make it pristine <laughs> he knows it's fake he's the one that created it <laughs> who's he trying to convince <laughs> <laughs> but the, the biggest sin I can't give up on Hiro is that when the girl actually says, oh, you know, I've seen what you've done to me and she's kind of like flirting with him. She's like, here, here's a picture of the real thing. Now you don't have to like work so hard to like jerk off to me. What's he do? He gives it to his dad. I'm like, what the? What is going on? Like what? <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, that is a good point. You know, he, he, he spent all this time creating this, this porn and he has the real thing. I have to admit, I thought of Jared, and that Jared's well, now on record there because... <laughs> too much information. You like boobies. Jared's just like, I like big ones. This girl does not have them. <laughs> he spent this months compiling these like porn star bodies, and then when she finally shows him the, the goods, you know he's kind of mildly good. disgusted. I yeah, got, I, like- I, got, I got my computer. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Uh, I think this kind of ended up where I thought it would when I was talking about these these two movies. So getting to our, our premise here, American Hustle, I think most people that have some awareness of films would at least have heard of this. It's got a lot of a lot of uh, big-name actors in it and was nominated for all sorts of rewards. Tricked, even one of our co-hosts in, uh, is getting confused on which Tricked. Unfortunately, he watched a far more lecturing version of The Ooh. Sex Life, whereas this one was very sex-positive. So much so that you're... It's basically saying in the Netherlands, your dad can fuck whoever he wants. Just don't create more kids. Which one of these deserves to be known? Does American Hustle deserve its reputation, deserve the awards acclaim and the box office success? And the trick deserve to just make under five grand total in the States. I know where Hyro's going to go with this. Oh, yeah. You know it. You know, honestly, I think there should be a balance here. It shouldn't be one or the other. I think this should be kind of leveled out a little bit. I think they, they both bring something to the table um, it's a little different, right? You know, one one gets cuts to the chase and gives you a fun hijinks thing. The other one is a little longer form, looking at the actors and reveling in their skill set. Uh, whereas, you know, so they're different, but they're both equally enjoyable. In other words, I punt. <laughs> weak, so weak. You know, that's gonna mean Jared's gonna be the tiebreaker here, and I'm interested. And where he comes down, having not even seen one of these movies, if he votes against American Hustle. Josh, let you go before we get to Jared being the ultimate decider. Yeah, I mean, I I, I obviously probably favor American Hustle, but I did did like uh, Tricked. And it would have been nice if it could have reached a larger market. Uh, I'm kind of interested in the fact that Hiro enjoyed it as much as he did without even seeing the documentary aspect of it, because... That means that he's just judging it solely as a, a film, whereas I was really like thinking about the stuff we had already seen from the documentary. And they, they don't seem that confident in it, too, because otherwise, why would you start it with yeah. the documentary, the making of first? It seems like they want to, kind of like we talked about with the Psycho remake, they want you to know 
hey, this is how this came about. They don't want that it to was stand on its own. Really how I was watching it was just kind of thinking like, well, that's interesting that that was how it was made. You know, obviously nobody had like a, a deep grand story. This is like one person's vision or anything. This was just kind of manufactured from this experimental process. So it's neat and it's interesting. And the story turned out to be kind of fun. But uh, it, it wasn't anything groundbreaking for me or, or anything like that. So your vote is American Hustle? Yeah. All right. Obviously, it's tricked because I just want to hear Jared pick a movie he's seen or the possibility of pornography and boobs in the other one. Does he take the dream or the, the reality of what he actually watched? Uh, I'm going to go with the dream because the reality was very, very bad. It was, uh, I mean, there's... <laughs> I'm, no, no, I'm or, saying American Hustle. I, I don't even want to touch trick the documentary. I don't, <laughs> especially right before the holidays. I can't believe you're spending like a weekend watching this lecture about the sex trade being bad. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with American Hustle. I, uh, I'd only watched it a couple of times prior before watching it for this actual episode, and I forgot how much I actually enjoyed it. It, uh... I don't know. It was just it, it was it, for the talk of it being too long. I really didn't think it felt too long. Uh, it, for two hours and eighteen minutes, I thought it went by pretty quickly. I enjoyed uh, most everything about it. Hiro, I want you to angrily tweet at Jared's Twitter account right now because usually do you it. do that as you listen to an episode. So he's just he basically just said you're wrong. Every every criticism you have, you're wrong. It felt quick. Why would I tweet about that? I don't know why you tweet about Jared at all. Really? Oh. Well, Jared's the Jared's the star here, man. If if Jared isn't on point, the, the show just goes circles down the drain, man. Yeah. I need Let's Jared keep to... that lie up. Let's go ahead and propagate <laughs> that lie. The three liars in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> I need that guy. I need the guy to get back in the old batter's box and take good big big cuts, my friend. This would be interesting. What so as the as a super fan, what's your review of this episode? The live version of it. It was hard to give a review when somebody didn't watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> really participate. It's not my fault. I thought oh, this I'm was not, I'm not, not putting out blame. I'm just saying the end result is, you know, somebody, uh, my favorite, just kind of sat there on the sidelines, was, was benched. Well, I gave you the Jello story. I mean, I'm trying. That was good. That was good. <laughs> and also, uh, the best part of, uh, I, mean, I guess my favorite part of this episode is uh, Jared. Uh, not wanting to be lectured about uh, sex trafficking as he's uh, dialing out his escort uh, service or whatever it is. I provide those young women with money. I don't see <laughs> where they Hey, man, so they got to eat, huh? Uh-huh. That's what Jared says. <laughs> Take a nibble. <laughs> Take a nibble. <laughs> All right, this has been Sober Cinema. Uh, Hiro, where can people interact with you if, for whatever reason, they choose to do so after listening to this? <laughs> Oh, you can find me on Twitter at True Bromance Cast. That's true without the E. You can Google True Bromance Film Podcast and it comes up. Or you can find me at Marcus Played, um, giving uh, great film criticism like this, but uh, including other podcasts. I, I always like that you uh, you tell people that they can Google you. Like you're giving them instructions. Like, you know what? Here's where you can find me directly. <laughs> but if you, for whatever reason, you choose to avoid that, Go to Google.com and then type in <laughs> film. I mean, some people don't follow instructions really well. Case in point, tricked.
Mm. See, there was there's there was the the tweet that you would have gotten there. There's, there's the, the jab. There's the jab. <laughs> I'll be live it on Bring it out for as much as possible. <laughs> I just feel bad for you, Jared, because that sounds awful. Like I it wouldn't watch that. It was really really bad. Because <laughs> tricked. Like when you said it's about prostitution, I know me and Josh gave a look. I'm like, huh? people are called whores in it, but I don't think anyone's paid to have sex. <laughs> yeah. I thought Jared was just throwing some shade at the characters. That scooter's not free. That, see, that's, I mean, I thought, I was like, man, Jared's really on top of this, like, this transactional state of the sex. Like, I don't believe they actually enjoyed it. They must be, I was, I was like, well, I thought Jared was going to come in very lecturing about this tricks movie we watched. I'm like, oh, no, I thought it was kind of fun. Sorry, I was, Jared. I was getting, I was getting ready to go off on it, but, uh, kind of sat on the sideline on that one. You should still watch it, Jared. It's good. I'll still watch it. Yeah. It just skip, skip the, Documentary, the documentary part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't watch the one that I watched because it was uh... <laughs> tricked. The documentary. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to line up, the fact that you guys talk about the documentary part, so I'm thinking, hey, a documentary. Uh, the fact it's on the exact same day, December thirteenth, two thousand thirteen. The fact it's on Netflix. Like Hiro did tell me, it's not about sex trafficking, but I thought he was just fucking with me. Like. I would... <laughs> <laughs> Why would I be fucking you? I try to help you out at every turn I get. Well, when I saw it was the same day, I was like, oh, Hyro is just messing with me, trying to get me to watch the wrong movie, and I actually ended up watching the wrong movie. Here I am, trying to help you out, man. I appreciate it. I try to invite you to Germany. I'm like, hey, man, look, prostitution is legal here. You don't got to hide. Um... And you won't take that advice either. We seriously should all meet up in Amsterdam at one of those parks. Ever see me again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking. I can picture Jared like buried in one of those weed houses, just fucking in a cloud of smoke, <laughs> like a giant like bathtub, like a shower stall. Just you can't see anything in. It's just cloud. Uh, like I said, the imagery is a bit too much because it's, it's the details you're leaving out. <laughs> The haze of what Jared gets into. I think Jared would do well for himself in Amsterdam. Forget Amsterdam. I'm telling you, man. Germany's where it's at. They got the best brothels here. They're great. Why does he need to pay for it, link. though? <laughs> Jared can just what? go to the park. Just get a dog, and then he's good to go. Well, he's so sodomizing a dog? I thought you were a dog lover. What's going on with you? I don't, you don't have to include the dog, but you know, maybe just you put him in the like, little dog enclosure. <laughs> yeah. I got an interesting story about that someday. Catch me in the right day. <laughs> <laughs> You, I say you should have, you know, said that one for the podcast there. Yeah, well, I'm sure Mike's still recording. I, oh, go yeah, ahead. <laughs> so, I can cut out about a good 20 minutes and just put this in the middle. No I was context. buried in a previous life, uh, and uh, she had this like little dog. I forget what it was, man. It was like a poodle Pekingese mix thing. You know, I'm doing my thing, going to Pound Town, and uh, I'm starting to get a sensation. This, this goddamn lick dog. <laughs> Is back there checking out the two hole. <laughs> the follow up question is obvious. <laughs> After a few more minutes of this, <laughs> I better let it go on. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say there's peanut butter involved or anything like that. <laughs> so it wasn't premeditated. No, no, no. I was just, you know, I was doing my thing, and I just get this feeling like, what's going on, man? And uh, turn around, and there's the goddamn dog. Did you say anything during it? Or you what just... do you mean? Like, did I moan at the dog? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
mean, did you say, hey, <laughs> scram? Or did you just like, well, this is <laughs> this is it. This is life now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I give a fist bump jackpot, though. No. I mean, oh. I'm not trying to victim bro. victim blame here, but I'm like, you know, did you know. say no? <laughs> me? Hashtag me too. Um, no, I, 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 I paused the event and I threw the dog out. Because that does not sound like consent to the little I know, exactly. Pekingese or whatever. <laughs> I, I put the dog out the door, but... Uh, I didn't yeah. think about sending you all a link today, which I guess it would have worked with Jared's movie. That I'm just scrolling through Reddit, and you know, of course, you always get those like goofy like headlines. And it was a orangutan, and uh, I can't remember. I think it's Indonesia. <laughs> this is <laughs> disgusting. Shaved like thing. shaved, and made they it shaved sex it slave. sex slave <laughs> for years. It was it was oh, in a brothel with women. <laughs> And these like uh, palm oil workers would come in, and basically the madam there was like, "Yeah, we got yeah brunette, 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 brunette. Oh yeah, we got the monkey over there too. It's a little bit extra. Have a tail. Just let's be let's be fair to the animal. It suffered enough without the indignity of being uh, <laughs> they, called a monkey. They had trained it to gyrate its hips when when men walked in the door to like sell its wares. <laughs> <laughs> where would I put an application <laughs> but the thing is of course I'm reading this I'm like god damn like you know <laughs> you got women you can pay for and I think that's what Josh being you more conservative fucking orangutan. Jesus we, we've had these conversations before where I'm definitely more left leaning and Josh is more right <laughs> Josh he's even told me before he's like you know <laughs> if you let too much go where will it end <laughs> and I'm like well Josh don't, don't be unreasonable like everybody's got the right to do what they want to to a point and then but these stories cross my mind where i'm like okay some things i've just assumed are established like i'm all for allowing legalized prostitution that i've not seen the documentary jared's seen but i'm like that's how people want to make their money and they're you know the government you know they're checked out they're healthy whatever but see that's the thing we allowed that is someone is someone on twitter gonna to come to me and like be like well we should allow monkeys to be involved in this too because they gotta make money too edge. <laughs> Yeah, it's an ape, goddamn it! <laughs> it's an ape, not a monkey. It's, it's unfortunate, is what, what it is. That's uh, because it lost its job. These people saved it. They like went in with like thirty like armed militia because I thought it was going to be. It got too old. No, no, they, the townspeople like didn't want to give it up because they said it was too good for the economy. Like, and what? I guess some of yeah. And I guess in the What's in your this, economy like when you're prostituting orangutan is your source can of you your big being the other women? <laughs> they said the madam number one. On the, <laughs> the madam wept when they came in armed armed militia to take this thing away from her. She wept because she have to close up shop because the men in this the men in this town have gotten a taste of ape flesh, and the women are like no good anymore. <laughs> but I'm thinking. Her shedding a tear because as the men rushed in with the guns, the orangutan stood and started gyrating a bit. <laughs> counting up. That's five. That's a fiver. That's a fiver. Shit. <laughs> oh, fed myself oh my for a year God. with this. But, but I'm thinking you should have just shot this thing. Like oh, what's going on Dude. With all right. So you, you let it out with other animals. What's it gonna do? Like it's it's gyrating its hips. It's been trained for this, and I'm thinking, what's it gonna do to the other ones? <laughs> that orangutan in the zoo for like a month and just got a pile of bananas to the zoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gonna be like the gremlin that's like a dressed in drag, just walking around the zoo with a trench coat. Orangutan's rich as fuck. 
Oh, man. I mean, it's got to be kept in solitary confinement because it's gonna it's gonna turn them all into like perverts. It's gonna turn out all these other little monkeys that come. So to it's it like it's, a Planet of the Apes, but in reverse. Instead of making them all smarter, it's making them all slutty or prostitutes. Yeah, they're all sluts now, and they're like <laughs> hypersexualized. God, God, if it's out in the wild and you come across this thing. <laughs> Oh, might want to lock that ten up when you can't. Make sure you know you're having coitus with the wife, and you, you got a orangutan on your back <laughs> doing its thing. And Hiro, you know, he's like, "Well, I guess the polite thing is to wait five minutes before I like." <laughs> I'm just being classy. I just wanted to make sure that the deal was sealed before I uh, interrupt anything. You know, uh, can't you know, beggars can't be choosers. You can't just. Cash in. Too Are you saying for your, yourself or for your partner in that moment? For myself, you know, I've been there. You know, see, I was giving you credit that you were like putting on the hard hat. Like, I don't want to break, presumably, her concentration. I'm not talking about the dog either. I'm talking about your, your <laughs> the intended partner. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, I just uh, you give everything a chance. That, that's how the world ends yeah, up with, yeah, with the, 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 the rich ass orangutans. <laughs>